0: Hello, and welcome back to the Grace-Fueled Wife podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. And this week, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what it looks like to implement what we learn in the Grace-Fueled Marriage Method. And that's because as we're going through life and, you know, we're kind of doing the work and we're working on our marriages, oftentimes we will need to find ourselves in a place where we have to self-coach ourselves maybe through an example or through an incident. And if you've been around for any length of time, if you're one of those listeners, one of those women who have been listening to my show for the past few months, maybe you can probably resonate with this, where now if something comes up with your husband, uh, you start to think about you start maybe to think differently about how you're going to react what you're going to say so in this particular episode i wanted to take you through what happens when you are feeling unappreciated i don't know has anyone ever felt unappreciated in their marriage i know we all have at some point in time right let's jump right in I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews, so that you can become the Gracefield wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right, so I'll give you a little bit of backstory here. I, in this case, my husband was away on business for you know for about a week, and he was coming back. And in my mind, I wanted to make everything perfect and ready for him when he got back, because I knew that, you know, he'd, he was like stressed out and frustrated. It was a long week traveling. And, you know, I wanted him to get home to a nice, clean, happy house. Okay. So right before he got home, I went and I like, cleaned up everything organized everything he's really big on you know everything having its place so just really making sure everything was laid out and and nice and i even went as far as like you know by the time he came in i was like running the the vacuum robot and the mop and all that stuff and and just making the room smell really pretty and just every all even little extra touches right i had the kids my son like he left him a a little like welcome back note all this stuff because in my mind i wanted him to walk through the door and be like oh thank you babe like it's so nice to come home to this house that you have you know been along with the kids all week working and then handling all the business at home and and really just you you made it so nice for me to come home That, what was going on in my head. In reality, he came home and was like, hey, babe, you know, what's up? Puts his bags down. He's exhausted. And he starts walking around the house like, oh, where's this? Where's that? Like, oh, it's too hot in here. It's this. It's that. And like, basically complaining. (laughs) And I was so frustrated because I felt like, uh, excuse me? Like, hello? Did you... Did, I mean, did you just not see, did you not notice like all the effort I put into this right now, just so like you could come home and everything could be like, oh, like pretty and shiny. Like, are you serious right now? And maybe part of it is because I often will do that at night. Like it's part of my routine. It helps me to wind down is really to straighten up at night after the kids go to bed, put the dishes away, things like that. So maybe it wasn't much different for him, but in my mind, I felt like he didn't notice. And honestly, I felt unappreciated. I felt like, well, what did I go ahead and do all this for if he's just gonna walk around and like complain and criticize me? Does that strike a chord with anybody? Has, Has, does this resonate with anyone? I'm sure it does. Now, first, let me say, I'm not coming on here to complain about my husband. I'm not coming on here to say, oh, he did this and he did that. It's 100% not what this episode or any episode, if you will, is about. It is to show you that in real life, a couple who has a perfectly healthy, happy, loving, marriage i mean my husband still gives me butterflies when i see him i i look forward to date nights i look forward to having time away from the kids like that is my favorite time just time that i can spend with him alone so this episode is really to show you how a, a perfectly happy couple can you know sometimes and this is life sometimes one of the two sometimes somebody is gonna feel unappreciated somebody is gonna feel slighted someone is gonna feel unloved or disrespected at one point or another in your marriage so I know that if that happens in my own marriage I could imagine what is happening in maybe a marriage where you guys aren't feeling so loving and connected and there's tension in the house So I wanted to say this kind of as hope, right? Like, don't worry, we all go through it, sister friend. And really to give some example of how to avoid, how to avoid feeling resentful, because there was a time where that little thing would have had me all like all upset. There is a time where I would have turned around and been like, really, that's all you could do is come in here and complain. Like, really, don't you see all the effort I put into like, don't you see like I lit the scented candles and like, you know, I got like I wore perfume and like I was all ready for you to get home. And this is this is what you do. There definitely was a time in my life and in our marriage where I would have reacted that way. And had I reacted that way, he, in turn, would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I literally just walked through the door. Why are you picking a fight? And a fight most definitely would have ensued. So I just want to give you some ideas and and things because I really had to sit and think about and I'm like, wow, how did that not turn into a fight? How did that not turn into a situation where I really felt resentful? Because I don't. I don't feel resentful at all, and I'm sure, you know, it it will completely resolve itself and be perfectly fine. So I came up with three things that I really noticed that, you know what, these are three things that are different now than that might have, you know, from what would have happened before. So number one, first thing is having grace for the situation for where he's at. In other words, show some empathy or try to have some empathy for what he is going through at the moment. Now, I know you might be thinking, well, I'm feeling unappreciated. What I'm trying to let you know is that by having some empathy and really showing some empathy for him or or really taking a minute to think about where he is at at the moment, it will lessen the amount of frustration that you have. I'll give you like a little bit of example. I know what it's like to be on a business trip all week. Those days are long. You're up super early. You don't have time for yourself. You don't have time for the gym, mostly, unless you want to wake up at five in the morning. But essentially, you're up and on at 8 a.m., you know, down like fully on in meetings, doing all the, the things, you know, with the team and you know, the bosses and the vice presidents. And da, 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 da da I've been there. I know that. And then I know that after that long day of meetings, everybody goes out and you go to dinner with the team and you still have to be on. And it's almost like you still have to be in like performance mode the entire time. And then you get back to your hotel room and it's 11 o'clock and you're tired. And just to get up and do it all in the morning and you really don't get the quiet time and space that you would normally get when you're home. I know that. So I know the kind of week that he's had. I know what it's like to be, you know, and then you're on the airplane and the flight and the catching the flight and it's freezing and you you know, you get in the car and you get home. You are so exhausted. Because I know what that is like because I have been there before. And there was certainly a time in our marriage where I was the one doing all the corporate travel. And I was out and about for one, you know, a week, every six weeks, I was out traveling for work. And he didn't have to do that. And he was home. And at that time, he did not show me very much empathy, because he didn't understand, he thought I was out there, like on vacation. He thought, you know, it was just, hunky-dory for me and I was having a grand old time, you know, just having all these fun dinners with my team and doing all this fun stuff while he was stuck at home working plus doing all the home duties. He didn't really have an appreciation for it. In this case, I have an appreciation for what he's went through. So that became a really big factor in understanding where his headspace was at. In that case, I was able to be like, okay, B, you know what? It's not you. He's just really tired. He is just really stressed. He just wants to come home and relax. And, you know, my idea of what making everything perfect for him might be a little bit different. That doesn't solve it. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden I was happy. It just meant, okay, you know what? It's it's all right. It helped to take the edge off a little bit. So that is number one, having grace or really some empathy for um, where he is at that very moment. Number two, I would say pick a better time to let him know that you feel unappreciated. Don't tell him when you're hot. Like, don't tell him when you're annoyed. When you, like I said, uh, my thought or or in the past, how I would have reacted was like, are you serious? Really? You're walking around complaining right now? Do you not see everything that I had done? That would have been my response years ago. But after years of training and and doing this work and really learning uh, what works better... I know that right now is not the time. Another time, probably later tonight or tomorrow, most likely later tonight, when he's settled and he feels like calm and he's just like, oh, yes, thank goodness I'm home and things are back to normal. Then I might say, hey, babe, you know, I just want to let you know, I felt a little bit unappreciated last night because... I tried really hard to make things nice for you. And and you came home and you were really just complaining. And it's not saying it in a way that's not to attack him, right? But just to let him know, like, hey, just FYI, you know, I just want you to know. Because if he doesn't know, then what's to stop him from doing it again? Like he, it won't make him stop and think. At that moment, he was only thinking of, him his himself and his like personal comfort and not really thinking of everything that maybe I was going through at the moment so he wasn't really showing me very much empathy at that moment or maybe he didn't even realize that he was doing it so that's something that I would say but again say it in a way that's not attacking but just to say hey I just I just want you to know and like and and drop it and just leave it. Not expecting an apology, not expecting anything else, not expecting for him to turn around and be like, you know what, I'm sorry, or yeah, I didn't think about that, or oh, for nothing at all. Because if you go in there expecting something back, you're not really giving anything, are you? You're really doing, it's become something that you're doing to, is it to manipulate him for, into giving you an apology? Is it, I mean, what is it for, right? Because you're looking for something in return. You're not freely giving it. Grace is freely give it. So you're not freely giving it saying here and then concerned really about what the outcome is. The other really important component to that is letting him know that you have empathy for him. So letting him know that you understand maybe how he was feeling at the moment and letting him know that you understand he wasn't purposely trying to hurt your feelings or make you feel unappreciated. I think that piece is so important because that's the piece that lets him know you're not attacking him. So in this situation, it's going to be much more effective for me to say, Hey, I get it. You know, you're super tired. Like, you just wanted to get home. You just wanted to, like, relax and do your thing. I just wish you would have said, Thank you for cleaning up. Or, I noticed you cleaned up. Thanks. Whatever it is. My point is not expecting that he's going to give that to you, but letting him know that that is what you're unmet expectation was if you will and understanding that as you as you think through this yourself deciding is it worth even saying at all so (laughs) along with you know choose a better time to say it also choose what battles are you gonna fight is this something that is going to breed resentment if you don't mention it or is it something where it's totally fine in this situation it's probably totally fine if i don't bring it up at all but because i went the extra mile and he didn't notice it i kind of just want to be like you know what i i went the extra mile just i just wish you would have said thank you instead of complaining but i love you and I'm i'm glad to have you back kind of you have to discern that you have to discern i feel like i can say that at this point in my marriage because we're not in a place where we're fighting and angry at each other and whatever. And I know that if I say that to him, he's going to be like, oh my God, I'm sorry, babe. Like, yes, of course, a hundred percent. You might not be in that place. Your marriage might not be ready for that right now. So it might be a place where, not that you will have to hold your tongue forever and ever, amen, but maybe right now it's something that is so small that it's not worth bringing up so that's that's another caveat is is it worth bringing up um certainly don't bring it up when you're upset but is it worth bringing up right now will it make you feel better will it help further the marriage and, and bring connection um for you to let him know you know and again understanding that you do that from a place of empathy and and really just letting uh, letting him know how, um, what, again, what your unmet expectation was. So please keep that in mind because that is a very important piece. So number three, I would say is know when you're overdoing it. Know when you are putting in so much effort to make him happy that it, it's more than he even needed. It was more than he even needed. And I think that's part of what made me a little bit annoyed. I didn't need to do all the extras. And this has come up before in coaching where clients have been like, I do, I went above and beyond. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. And we talked about it. And I was like, well, don't you think maybe what would happen if you, you didn't go overboard? Will it, Change the dynamic in the marriage? And she was like, I I don't think so. And lo and behold, the minute she stopped going overboard and the minute she stopped doing all the extras that she was really feeling resentful for, everything changed because he wasn't upset that she wasn't doing the extras because he wasn't really noticing them in the beginning. But at the same time, she stopped feeling so resentful and stopped feeling so unappreciated appreciated, appreciated, <laughs> for those little things. So I'm not saying that all of a sudden you should stop taking care of your husband in your household. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is, as women, sometimes, at least for me, and I, I know for a lot of you, we we want to show our appreciation, right? We want to, his, my husband's love language is acts of service. I wanted to go above and beyond to show my love and appreciation. Sometimes what they forget is how to you know reciprocated how to show it in return so that was something that I realized you know what I probably would have been less resentful if I didn't do all the extras because let's face it when you go the extra extra mile when you do all the extras you really are expecting something in return At least for me, I was expecting a... I went in expecting a different result. I went in expecting him to just, I don't know, come in and sweep me off my feet and be like, oh, I missed you so much, babe. Thanks so much. Like, that's not... (laughs) He didn't know that I had that expectation of him, right? Going back to an episode that I've given you guys before about the scripts, right? And about really letting our husband know what our expectations are. He didn't know that was my expectation. So there he is, unknowingly letting me down when it's not fair to him. It wasn't fair to him for me to have that expectation without specifying it and really without understanding of it's it's okay if if that's not what i get back right cuz i was doing all the extras for that when as you go through the the gracefield marriage method right as we as you go through each of the pieces and the components in the course you will start to be able to coach yourself through these things that would have otherwise been a catalyst for a fight, a catalyst for the crazy cycle. You know, the crazy cycle or that fight. It's like the fight starts everything swirling. And then all of a sudden you're on a downhill spiral for the next three weeks. It is so liberating to find how we could do this and change and react in a different way to avoid that. Cycle and instead turn it around. You know, it's not gonna, there is no guarantee that you're never gonna feel unappreciated or unheard or unloved again. This is real life. We are real people. It's understanding that, oh, wait a minute. It's not that he doesn't appreciate me or doesn't love me or doesn't care about me. It's that, you know, I had these expectations that I didn't let him know about and I, you know, he was in a a place where that's not where his head was at understanding these things not to say it makes it all the better but it is what will bring your marriage to a place of where it's constant fighting to a place of now we can talk about it now we can communicate about it in a like a really productive manner in a way that's going to bring us closer than bringing us apart so I hope, again, that this was helpful. This These are some of the things that we go over when we do the Grace Fields Marriage Method. The next time it launches, we will be doing it together. Now, I'm going to have all sorts of information and episodes for you on that. But just a little kind of, uh, you know, a little teaser, little update for what is to come. We will be doing it together because this process is better suited to be done in a place where we can dialogue about it in a group coaching session. So I love you guys. Remember, you can catch me in the Facebook group and that's at the Gracefield Wives Club BeatriceVargas.com on my website if you want to learn more or check out the blogs. Getting on my insider list, the email list, where we do um, I don't send you a ton of crazy spammy emails, I promise. But you will get access to the free the free workbook, Five Steps to Becoming a Grace Fueled Wife. And in that workbook, there's actually a sheet that goes through is my marriage worth saving? and then all the other things that come after it. So I hope all of this stuff is helpful for you. That workbook actually is available at gracefuelswifesteps.gra.com. Again, everything is in the show notes, but I like to say it for those of you who perhaps can't get to the show notes. Until next week, my lovely ladies. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.